Welcome to Across the Street, your one-stop shop for all things inpatient medicine at the Durham VA, from faculty and staff who know it and love it just as much as you do. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Across the Street. Today, we are going to be talking about the amazing TLC or transitional care program that comes out of the Durham VA. We talk about it on rounds all of the time. We often refer our patients to it. And today, we're going to learn a little bit more about what it is, why it exists, and how it helps our veterans once they're being discharged from the hospital. We have three experts on that program here with us today. First off, we have Charlene Carmichael. She is the nurse practitioner and the lead for the transitional care program. She has a specialty specific in transitioning geriatric patients with complex medical issues from hospital into home. Thank you so much for being here with us, Charlene. It's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting us. Absolutely. We also have a voice that might be familiar to some of y'all. We have Julie Eister. You might remember her from our occupational therapy episode, but just to remind you, she is part of the TLC program as well as the coach program here at the Durham VA. She has a passion for serving veterans in their home, and she was actually the first OT geriatric mental health fellow here at the Durham VA. So thank you so much, Julie, for joining us once again. Hi. Hello. Good morning. And uh, last but not least, we have Dr. Jeanette Stein. Most of y'all probably already know her from Prime Clinic, if that's where your main primary continuity clinic is. Um, but for those of you that have not had the chance to meet Dr. Stein yet, she is an associate professor in the Division of Internal Medicine at Duke. She's a PCP at the Durham VA, and she is the medical director for both home-based primary care and the TLC program. So thank you also, Dr. Stein, for joining us. Thanks so much for having us. Yes. Uh, so I'm excited to learn about TLC because I refer patients to it all the time. Let's start off with the 10,000 foot view. What is the TLC program and why does it exist? The transitional care model, it was uh, first introduced by nursing pioneer and scholar, Dr. Mary Naylor and her colleagues out at the University of Pennsylvania. And the intent of the program was to follow vulnerable elders after discharge and uh, monitor their progress at home with the goal of improving their health outcomes and decreasing their readmission rates. Here at the Durham VA, transitional care is a home-based service, and it's tailored for the veteran population. We provide care to geriatric, elderly, chronically ill, medically complex patients here at the VA. Our goal is to reduce often preventable readmissions by interventions in the home. We're different from home-based primary care in that we're a time-limited service. We usually stay between 60 to 90 days with the veteran, and we provide individual care and interventions for what the veteran needs to have success at home and their caregivers as, as well. That's not longitudinal like a primary care provider would be, but 90 days is still a pretty good chunk of time. How often do you interact with the veteran in that time period? As I said, it's individualized. Some veterans we're seeing every week. Some veterans we're seeing once and then we monitor from afar. You know, it depends on really what is going on with the veteran. So I go in, I would admit the patient, I do their medication reconciliation. Julie may order equipment for the veteran and have to go back to, okay, your equipment came, I'm coming in to train you and, you know, things like that. Our social worker will be in 
as well, connecting to social services, things like that. So they get many touches from us throughout their time at the program. And if we're not physically in the home, we're usually calling them, you know, checking in on them, checking in on their caretakers, you know, seeing how we can help and how we could follow up with the interventions that we've put in place. I love that interprofessional aspect because it covers so many different aspects of care simultaneously. And that's why this program is so cool. Mm -hmm. I, one other follow-up question. I know for a while with COVID, sort of everything shut down and y'all's care was strictly over the phone and virtual, right? Have you gone back to home visits? Yeah, well, I, you know, I must say we didn't stay virtual long. We put in place a program called TLC Plus during the pandemic when we couldn't go in the home, and we provided telehealth, post-discharge calls, and we supported the veterans through the phone. And it kind of expanded the role of transitional care in that we were able to reach veterans who are outside our normal coverage area. Okay, so TLC Plus is still a thing. It's still a thing, but we're back in the home. We only stayed virtual for maybe about three weeks to a month. We didn't stay virtual long because we found some of our patients really needed our help. So we masked up, we had N95s, we had bunny suits, and we were out there. That's amazing. I, I didn't realize how soon y'all went back into the field. That's next level. Yeah, we didn't stay out long. Okay, I'd love mm -hmm. to sort of hear, because this is such an amazing program. How did it come about in the first place? And how has it changed since then? Okay, yes, I'll take that question. Thanks. The transitional care team, again, the TLC team, was actually begun as a clinical demonstration project in 2010. This project was in response to a request for proposals from the Veterans Health Administration Office of Geriatrics and Extended Care to develop innovative alternatives to institutionalized extended care for veterans. So this was funded by the Office of Geriatrics and Extended Care. It was led by the GREC staff and housed under ambulatory care with aims to reduce the rate of rehospitalization ED visits after hospital discharge and caregiver burden, as well as to improve preparedness and caregiving and care satisfaction. The TLC in 2012 transitioned from GREC to HBPC under the medical director and the program director of HBPC. Who is you currently? Yes, right I'm the medical director, yes. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Have you enjoyed this role, Dr. Stein? Very, very much so. We feel that... Um, we feel that we've made a large impact on the lives of very vulnerable, ill veterans as they transition from hospital to home. For sure. I can tell you as a hospitalist, we value y'all's program so, so much. Um, let's talk a little bit about who is eligible for TLC, because it sounds like something that we're just going to reflexively sign everyone up for, but there's only so many of y'all. So how do we know which veterans uh, we should be referring to TLC? So ideally, we like a patient that's preparing for discharge so that we can communicate with social work and inpatient case management, things like that. A patient that lives within a 35-mile radius of the Durham VA has multiple complex medical issues. Our favorites are new diabetics, starting insulin, congestive heart failure, things like that. And they require assistance with medication management, education on their new diagnosis or health condition, 
social issues that they may have that our social work can intervene with, home safety issues that our therapists can support in the home, and in general, just providing support to the caregivers as well. Some of the things we don't do drug use within the last, we kind of limit it to six months, but um, patterns of drug abuse, because it's not safe for the team to go into a potentially volatile situation like that. To the safety, we ask about animals, we ask about guns and weapons, any knowledge of illicit activity within the home, and that's usually how we make our determination of whether we're going to put push into the home and bring our providers there to service the veteran. Okay, got it. So just for our residents listening who are trying to decide whether this veteran that they're discharging from the hospital should be referred to y'all or not, Mm -hmm. if there is a new diagnosis, this hospitalization, newer complex med regimen or something else where you think the patient or their family could benefit from some additional support and they live within a 35 mile radius, it's reasonable to reach out to y'all and put in the consult at the very least, even if there is something like substance abuse, because they might be able to be managed virtually or over the phone. Definitely. Always. And that's as the crow flies. So that's not by the roads. And so that loosely takes us up to Henderson, up to Roxborough, out towards uh, Mebane, Burlington, Graham sometimes, takes us out to East Raleigh. So if you see that someone lives in Wilmington, that is clearly outside of our 35 mile radius. And so that person wouldn't be eligible for um, TLC. And if you have a question, just reach out to us or put in the consult and we'll review it to see if it's something that they would benefit from. Okay, that's great. And and so we've sort of talked about this a little bit, but just to do another quick overview, what exactly are the services that TLC provides? So this is Julie. So we are a mighty but small team. Our medical director is Dr. Stein and our program director is Karen Walker. We have a full-time nurse practitioner, Charlene, and we have a part-time nurse practitioner, or Brittany, their main role is to be the bridge between the hospital providers and the primary care. They spend a lot of their time, one, with med teaching, talking to veterans about like what their meds are for, what the doses are, what potential side effects are. They do a med reconciliation, looking at what medications the veteran actually has in their home and if there's any expired medications there, if any medications have been changed during this recent admission. They can assist with filling pillboxes if that's needed. Other things that the nurse practitioner does, wound care, if the veteran comes home with a wound that has dressing that needs to be changed. They can educate on that, assist with that. There's a lot of teaching on how to use different kind of monitoring devices, such as like, how do you use your blood pressure cuff? Encouraging people to make sure to write down those numbers to bring them to their primary care appointment. How do you use your glucometer? How do you use your CPAP machine? Also goals of care conversation can be a big part of it. Talking about kind of disease, disease trajectory. The nurse practitioner can also make consults. They can consult hospice. They can consult home health. They can consult all the services available within the VA if that's appropriate. And then I think uh, finally, like another big piece is that the nurse practitioner can provide some insight to the primary care of what what's actually happening in the home. What does the home look like? And I think that can be very valuable to the primary care because that's just a piece that they don't get to see. So th- those are our nurse practitioners, Charlene and Brittany. And then we have our social worker, Diane. Diane is part-time with TLC. Kind of her main roles are one, review all the benefits that are available to the veteran, and then identifying where are their needs, where are their gaps. And sometimes those needs can be filled by VA resources.
resources. Sometimes they need to be filled by community resources. And so Diane can help the veteran or the caregiver navigate that process. For example, if they qualified for VA transportation, Diane could help them get set up with that so that the VA could bring them to their appointments. If they don't, Diane could help them apply for access so that the county access program can bring them to the VA for appointments. And then finally, she does a lot of veteran and caregiver support, and she does provide counseling and and that kind of supportive listening role uh, for them. And then there's the occupational therapist. That's me. My big role is to kind of assess the veterans functioning in their home and how do we optimize this? How do we make them as functional as possible? And so the different elements of that are thinking about their physical environment. I always do a home safety evaluation on each person and I make different recommendations. I'm also looking at kind of what routines do they have? What habits do they have? Do those actually support their health or are those contributing to, to hospital admissions? I'm addressing adaptive equipment needs. Oftentimes they're given adaptive equipment in the hospital. And so I can assist with setup, with training in the home. I can order other equipment if needed. And so I do adaptive equipment. And then finally, I collaborate with home health. And so if the veteran has home health services, home health is going to be out there much more regularly. They'll be out there one time a week, two times a week, three times a week, providing more of that traditional therapy. And and I'm providing more of the connection with the VA and with um, therapy-related resources. And then finally, our last member of the team is our pharmacist, John. And John does a full medication review, any medications that are maybe questionable or need to be changed or that are having side effects that the veteran was having a hard time tolerating. John does not do home visits, but he has spoken with many a veteran on the phone, teaching them how to, how do you actually call in and get a refill? How do you navigate that automated system? Or, oh no, I'm out of insulin. I need some tomorrow. And John can help work that system so that it can get overnighted to them, to these like, you know, critical medications. Um, so yeah, so that's the team, the small but mighty TLC team. That is just a ton of work that y'all do collectively. <laughs> and that's just what we're supposed to do. There's a lot of things when a veteran first comes home that we do as well. And Julie can attest to this. When you go, when a veteran just comes back from a long hospitalization, a lot of time their homes are not in order and they get deposited into homes that have no food. Just so many needs that they have, especially if they're alone. The HBPC dietitian set up a pantry here that we're able to get food for them. We're able to take stuff out for them and kind of set them up a little pantry if they're food insecure. So, so many other soft, I I call them soft tasks that we do. Clearing out boxes. Basically, we do whatever it takes to ensure that the veteran is successful after discharge. I mean, that, that's just incredible. Thank you all so much for that work. I, I, I imagine after listening to this, our residents are going to want to refer everyone that they discharge to y'all, and I hope that's a good thing. Tell us, how specifically do we get our veterans plugged into TLC if we think that it's appropriate? And do you want us to give you specific things that we're asking for, or things that we think you should look for in that consult? Yes. So this is Julie. Yes. So there's a consult. It's number 53 on the consults page. And the consult will kind of walk you through. There are several areas you can identify as needs. Do you you know, really think that the veteran needs a home safety assessment? Do you think that they need medication, teaching, or reconciliation? And so you can pick from that menu. There's also a box where you can write in unique needs that you anticipate the veteran may have at discharge. If the person placing the consult can 
confirm what a good number is for that veteran. That's so helpful. For our safety, we're not just going to show up, right? The veteran needs to know that we're coming and give us permission to come. So so that's that's a big thing that would be helpful. Have y'all been tracking your results? Like, have you found that patients that are enrolled in TLC are readmitted less often? Yes. Back many years ago, when we were a clinical demonstration project, we did actually track the data much more closely than we do now, although we need to go back and continue to do so. We actually published a uh, paper, Transitional Care Partners, or Hospital to Home Support for Older Adults and Their caregivers. And we found we had a couple of findings. This was a number of years ago, but we had a lower among the TLC group of patients. We had a lower 30-day rehospitalization rate. The outcome that surprised us most of all was that the index hospital stay was shorter on the veterans that were referred to the TLC program. And you can sort of imagine that if the inpatient hospitalist team has a plan and knows that there'll be a team at the patient's front door in 48 hours, it seemed to shorten the length of stay of the index hospitalization. That is the one in which the TLC consult was sent. And so that was sort of surprising, but a finding that we were pleased to see. It makes a ton of sense. If I know that there's good support and good follow-up, I'm much more comfortable sending people back into the community. And for residents who are listening, if you want to actually see that paper, there will be a link to it on your uh, curriculum website. Uh, I want to just take one more minute to thank Dr. Stein, Julie, and Charlene again for sharing your wisdom and all of your work with us today. I'm so proud to have this program be part of the Durham VA, and thank you all so much for the amazing work that you do for our veterans. Thank you. So... Dr. Stein and Julie and Charlene are around and they're awesome. So if you have additional questions about the TLC program, you can always reach out to them or just throw in a consult. And as always, the views and opinions expressed today are our own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Durham VA or the